0: Have you ever felt your career's future is slipping out of your hands? It's time to take back control of your career's destiny. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Today's theme is Control Your Career Destiny. I'm Daniel Laxtons, And this is Leah Laxtons, And this is Dream Job Radio.
1: Today's special guest is Caroline
0: Dowd-Higgins. She's a career transition specialist.
1: That's right, and after that is everybody's favorite college student with his Campus Connection segment, it's Micah Hackney.
0: But be sure to check us out later on on Overtime uh, on Ustream.
1: That's right, and if you miss us live on Ustream, don't feel sad. All of the past episodes are there for your viewing pleasure.
0: Once again, today's theme is Control Your Career Destiny. Our special guest is Caroline Dowd-Higgins. She's an author of a career blog showcasing the savvy professional development advice
1: she's also the director of career and professional development at indiana university mauer school of law and an active private practice coach for individuals and corporate clients you may recognize her name as the author of the book this is not the career i ordered empowering strategies from women who recharged reignited and reinvented their careers
0: if you like more information about caroline Uh, just go to our website at www.CarolineDowdHiggins.com and you can learn more about how to recharge or change your career destiny. So, Caroline, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today.
0: Well, we're so happy to have you and that you've taken time out of your busy schedule. But a lot of people are trying to transition out of their careers to another one. And that's something that you've actually successfully done. But how has your career transition helped you to help others on their journey
2: you know because i went through such a dramatic career transition myself i really understand that it's a frustrating and an emotional and a really difficult time for for anybody so Mm -hmm. because i had a difficult time myself and didn't have the kinds of resources that are available to us now i'm really on a goal to help on a mission to help other people so so my goal is to help others make that journey simpler and less frustrating
0: That's admirable, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Now, I know that you talk about a personal board of directors. Could you tell us a little more about that concept?
2: yes i have to tell you i'm so excited about this and and i didn't create it you know i i can't take full credit for it but it's something that i really strongly believe in and it's it's really gotten me a lot of traction with my clients and my students and people that i that i work with and the whole idea is very simply it takes a village right we all know that that quote that anecdote and i believe that's true in your career journey too. you don't have to do it alone So I suggest that everybody think about people out there who can be on their team, and it's not like you have to convene these people at a big uh, board meeting once a month, but these are people that are mentors and advisors, people in career industries that you're interested in, even if you're just curious, so you can learn from them. And you know, I have to tell you, people have been so gracious and so willing to share their time and expertise, and likewise... I find myself paying it forward to a lot of other people, because I firmly, firmly believe in this concept of the board of directors. Mm
1: -hmm. Do Do you have any advice on where people might be able to find maybe people that would fit into their board of directors?
2: Yes, absolutely. There are so many different roles you can play on a board of directors. Sometimes you need those those coaches, those motivators, those inspirers, right, uh-huh. those cheerleaders, if you will. A lot of times you need that accountability master, someone that's going to give you that gentle or not-so-gentle kick in the pants to say, okay, get cracking. You know, you've got a goal, but you're slacking a little bit. <laughs> that's important. You know, we can't always do that ourselves or in our in our circle of trust, our family, right? You need someone on the outside. And then sometimes it's really about new information and expertise. Maybe you're going on an entrepreneurial venture and you need to tap someone that has that business experience or that business acumen. So it depends on where you're going and what you're interested in. But I always encourage people to reach out and ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, and
0: I'm I'm interested, too, in, in asking how you feel about... Uh, ones well, sharing information with with different ones. a lot of people may feel like, well, I have these ideas and, and, and I, I'm wanting to go this direction, but I'm just scared to share this with maybe someone that I chose to be a board of director. How, how should they view that?
2: Well, first, you should start with your circle of trust. You know I, I really feel strongly about that people that you know who support you and are going to give you honest and authentic feedback. And you need to trust your gut and, and choose people that are going to be supportive. There are a lot of negative folks out there, a lot of toxic energy. You mm-hmm. don't want those folks on your board, right? <laughs> Like
0: family members, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
2: You, you need positive, positive energy, okay? But you also need people that are going to tell you the truth. Yes. And if you have a great idea, but it's going to take steps to get there, you need someone to be honest with you so they can help you achieve that goal.
0: That's brilliant. So uh, should they worry about getting an NDA? Or, or you know, or no, sign a document. No, saying, You know,
2: it, it, it's interesting because a lot of people say, "Oh my gosh, the board of directors—that sounds so high and mighty." And it's not. You know, mm-hmm. you may have family members on your board too. There's nothing wrong with that. And and the credentials can be life credentials, right? It can be mm-hmm. just experience. I, I met a woman the other day that said, "I earned my MBA on the streets," and she means that literally. <laughs> you know, she doesn't have the degree from a school, but she learned by doing. And I love that. You know, and I and I believe that her experience is just as valuable Uh
1: uh-huh and i guess this would be a good place for maybe someone who is a career coach as well to bring them into your inner circle
2: yes you know i i work with a coach i am a coach and i think everybody can be at a point in their life where they can take valuable information from others Mm -hmm. we're never too far along in our career to to tap the wisdom of professionals
0: absolutely Absolutely. So now the times have been changing for everyone, but um, what do, you, do job seekers need to be aware of in this new uh, normal, so to speak, of uh, well. job market?
2: That is such a good question, and I'm really pleased that you asked that, because it's so tempting in this technology-driven age. And technology is wonderful, don't get me wrong. I use it. I love it. I appreciate it. You know, we're we're all on smartphones or, or iPads or laptops, whatever, you know, whatever great technology you have access to. But it's tempting to just look for opportunities online. And I'll tell you, the hidden job market is alive and well and between seventy and ninety percent of jobs are never ever posted. Wow which means yeah, that's a mind blowing statistic. I love that. And that and that's gone up, you know, in this economy. And the bottom line is people hire who they know and who they trust. And that's where networking comes in. And and the truth is you can get to know people by having those Conversations in person, by communicating, by networking, by building your team, building your community, and that's where maybe your personal board of directors can introduce you to someone else that may lead to a job opportunity.
0: Wow. What was that? What was that figure again, Caroline?
2: Between 70 and 90 percent of jobs are never posted. Wow. So that,
0: so that 10 to 30 percent that people are actually going in to, to get a job. They're also competing against between 30 to 120 people when they walk into that room.
2: Exactly. And, you know, the, the scary thing is we all send our, our, our job applications off online and there's some wonderful job posting sites. And quite often you don't hear back, you know, and it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember there are thousands and thousands of people applying for those same jobs I'm not saying don't do it I think you still need to throw your hat into that ring but I'm just saying put it in perspective and make sure you're out there getting to know people and and the reality is even if you do get a hit from a job site eventually you're going to have to meet face to face and interview with that organization so you need to ramp up your communication skills and be really comfortable sharing your story talking about what you do well
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Now you're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. We have a special guest, Caroline Dowd-Higgins, and uh, she's a career specialist.
1: Yeah, and speaking of communication, Caroline, how do you think social media has impacted the job world?
2: Social media is incredible. I have a lot of friends who are recruiters and headhunters, and they have told me very clearly that they designate so many hours during their work week Trolling for new talent, and I love that term. You know, it used to be that they went through piles of paper resumes, but now they can do it online. Mm-hmm. And with the searchable um, websites, you can put in terms like leadership, manager, director, and come up with a lot of people that have transferable skills in different industries. So I would tell everybody: absolutely, have a very, very compelling profile online, and make sure it tells your story. And quite often, just like the resume, we get too close to it and we can't see it through the lens of somebody else. So share it with people you don't know and say, what does that tell you about me? You know, what does my LinkedIn profile say to you? Do you understand what my value add is? And if they articulate what you want to hear, then you're in good shape. If not, you need to do some revamping and some polishing.
0: Wow! Hey, is there any more uh, social media that they could use? I mean, LinkedIn is one. Uh, what other suggestions would you have along there, that there line?
2: There are some. There are some incredible sites. And what I would tell you, you know, in addition to, to Facebook and Twitter and all those other things, um, Plaxo is fantastic. Oh. Uh Jobster dot com is wonderful. You know, there are a lot of them out there. But but one of the things that that job seekers are not using well to their advantage is the ability to comment online. You know, a lot of people are members of groups on LinkedIn, professional associations, alumni groups, and it's fine to be a quiet observer and a listener, but what really raises your clout in the job search is when you participate in those online discussions and you're in the mix. And you're um, being viewed as an articulate, well-spoken, well-written person. That changes your visibility. So I would encourage everybody, be seen and heard even online. You know, if you're tweeting and you're referring people to other articles that you're interested in, if you're retweeting, that's wonderful. But leave a comment right? Don't just refer somebody to an article that you like. Tell them why you liked it and why you think it's valuable.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because I guess if we really view it as true networking, that's what we do when we're networking with real people. Uh, so it makes sense that if we want to view our social networking the same way that we're going to make those connections to use
0: it
2: right. to the best advantage.
0: So
1: right, if- It's
2: all about having a conversation, mm-hmm. right? It's all about being heard and having a conversation, and and frankly, it's a it's a writing sample, if you will. You know, it doesn't have to be some long drawn out writing piece, but uh, any written work is a skill, is proof of your skill to a prospective employer.
0: Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. I like that. So, what are some uh, steps, or what are some steps for career reinvention?
2: You know, career reinvention takes a lot of what I call self-reflection. Quite often, I'm I'm coaching clients or students or even alumni who come back and say, you know, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. Mm You're perfectly fine. But they're automatically looking for job titles. And they haven't taken time to get quiet with themselves and really think, what's important to me? What makes me tick? What do I value in a work environment? Right? Mm -hmm. What are my interests? What are my strengths? And usually you're reinventing from something else that you didn't like, something that perhaps you changed and and you don't like that scenario anymore. So it's important to figure out what don't I like, what do I like, so you can, again, have a compelling story and figure out what it is that gives you strength in the job world. So I would say that self-reflection is the most important part. And next is the research, and that um, starts with talking to people, learning about a new industry, learning about new opportunities, and then you've got to market yourself and you need to be your own best self-advocate and get out there and, again, tell your story. And then, hopefully, if things things work well, then you're ready to do the application and do the interview step. But don't put that resume cart before the self-reflection horse.
0: I like that. You know, it's interesting, too, because... Uh, you are very positive in, in how you, you're uh, responding to that question because a lot of times people feel guilty or they feel bad. They, like, they, they feel like they may have wasted years of their life in a certain career even though they may have even been successful in that career. Uh, yet uh, what advice maybe would you have for those people that maybe are feeling down about this career transition?
2: You know, I hear that a lot, and, and I truly believe that there is no such thing as wasted experience. There's no such thing as failure. We learn from every challenge. We learn from every mistake that we make. And you can reinvent yourself at any point in your life. You know, I have a woman who I showcased in my book who, who changed careers in her 80s. And this wow. woman is, is <laughs> now 86, and she's still going strong. You know, retirement is not a, not a word that she embraces by choice you know so so the point is it's never too late and and i think culturally we we believe that we we start with one organization and we will be there for life and that's just not the case anymore so i want people to know they have a choice to change their mind and that's very liberating i hope that brings great comfort to to many people out there to know you don't have to suffer through a job that you don't like it's okay to say I don't like this anymore. I'm looking for something that I can be really passionate about. That's wonderful. I give everybody permission to say, I don't like this anymore. I want to do something
0: else. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we appreciate the positive advice so much. Now, Caroline, can you uh, tell our listeners where they can find out more about you and what you do if they do Absolutely. need more advice?
2: Yes, thank you. You know, the the best place is what I call the Mothership website, which is www.CarolineDowdHiggins.com. And that's the best place to access um, my information about public speaking, about my book, and my blog. And I'm also writing for the Huffington Post, so you oh, can wow. pop my name into the search engine for the Huffington Post, and you can see all of the articles that I share uh, on that site.
0: That's awesome. We've actually met Ariana before. She's really cool, too.
2: <laughs> she is. I've met her, too. She's incredible. I've heard her speak a few times, and I think she's just extraordinary.
0: That's amazing. Um, so now, hey, we do have a few more minutes. Um, can you tell us anything about your book?
2: Sure, sure. Now, yeah, the book is called This Is Not the Career I Ordered, and I just love that title. But the, the subtitle is Empowering Strategies for Women Who Have Recharged, Reignited, and Reinvented Their Careers. know the reality is not everybody wants a career change but maybe they're in a rut or they're frustrated or they're bored in their current job and quite often we just need to shake things up a bit and figure out how we can re-energize an existing career take it in a new direction or or make it new and fresh again so there are some great strategies and action steps likewise uh, a lot of um Particular information. I have a what I call a reinvention toolbox. Very specific strategies and action steps for people who are interested in that career reinvention, that that total career change. So my book is really about solutions. It's sharing stories of women who've gone through this type of career reinvention, and then very practical advice so you can figure out how to do it on your own. It's career coaching in a book.
0: I love it. Can a can a guy read it too? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and thank you for asking. I'm so glad you did. You know, when I when I wrote the book, um, it was amazing, the power of networking. Women came out of the woodwork to share their stories, and they would say, oh, my gosh, you have to interview my sister or my best friend or my mother. So it just um, – Went exponentially in that direction, and I was so thrilled with that momentum that I chose to focus on women. But I say, even very clearly in the beginning of the book, it's absolutely applicable to men. So by all means, guys, check it out. You know <laughs> what we're learning from the the sales is that men are reading the book. They're not always buying it. They might be borrowing their wife's book or their girlfriend's <laughs> or their mother's book, and that's okay. However you want to do it, it's fine with me. But it's very, very applicable. And I'll tell you, you know, the guys deserve their own reinvent book, too, so, so that's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
0: great. Well, uh, you're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show presented by 30careers.com. Our special guest has been Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Uh, she's an author. She's also the director of career and professional development at Indiana University, uh, Mauer School of Law, and uh, she has a private practice, too, but um, and a career coach. But thank you so much for being on our show, though, Caroline.
2: You're very welcome. Thank you both for having me.
0: Wow, that was fantastic. A lot of really good advice.
1: Definitely, definitely. Well, now it's that time of the week for everybody's favorite college student.
0: Yeah, Micah Hackney. So, hey, how's it going, Micah? What's going on?
3: If things are going great. That's some great tips on transitioning to a different career. Uh, I might be making a career change soon. Hey,
0: we need you here, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, in the past uh, past few episodes I've talked about uh, different internships and uh, um, you know, striving to go that route, but you know during the summertime, of course, you can't always get into these inter- internships. You know, some, some of them are pretty competitive, or sometimes you just want to you know, go home for the summer. So uh, also, you know, once you get home for the summer, there's always it's always a good idea just to look for a p- part-time job. It doesn't necessarily have to um, contribute towards your future career, but it's always good to just have a part-time job for the summer. And I was just going to talk about um, on my dollars dot com. He lists some of the some of the best part-time jobs uh, for college students they can take.
0: That's awesome. What well, what are some of the top ones that you saw? Well,
3: uh a couple of top ones um i've actually uh, participated participated in before um believe it or not a a landscaping a landscaping crew is one of the top ones wow and uh well because you know it's usually that ends up being pretty decent money so but not only is it decent money is um you know it is hard work so uh, you'll be basically getting a free workout uh while you're getting paid so. <laughs>
1: And a free of
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't even have to join the gym for the summer. You get a, or a tanning bed. You get your free tan and free workout to get in shape and make plenty of money during the summertime.
0: How much can they make, I wonder? Because a lot of times uh, you drive around, and it looks like people, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we used to pay our guys really good when I was in the industry. It was.
0: That was like 10, 10 years, years ago. 10 years ago, though. it was nine
1: plus dollars an hour back then. Yeah, it's,
0: And we used a lot of,
1: yeah, we used a lot of, uh, summer help because that's when the busy season is for landscaping. So they need more employees that time of year.
0: Is there any other, any other suggestions on different careers that they can choose, uh, or jobs for the summer?
3: Well, another, another great one is, um, I didn't actually do this as a job, but, uh, being a summer camp counselor it's always a good experience and um and and you know working uh with different groups of people and uh, uh last year i just volunteered for a week but they did at the particular camp that i did um they have a they do have a package where you can you actually get paid but you have to work the whole summer though you work the whole summer and you uh, deal with a different you know different set of campers that come in each week and you uh just work as employee and um do different work on different projects. Is
0: it minimum so, wage or more than minimum wage? How much money does that normally pay?
3: Um, I'm not sure. I know they were giving a lump sum though for the summer. Oh wow, that's and cool.
0: Was so, food included? They're basically food and board and food and board. Yeah,
3: for, yeah, food and board is included.
0: So that's kind of so, good too.
3: You yeah, have to absolutely. And and plus uh, the camp that I did, you're absolutely in the middle, of, like middle of nowhere. There's no possible way you can spend any money there. There's nothing you can't <laughs> Like, do you absolutely know overhead. You can't spend money if you want to spend money there.
0: <laughs> and that's always my favorite job that a college student can do, and that is working at a restaurant as a waiter or waitress. I think that's the Yeah, best.
3: exactly.
0: Yeah, because you, you can always – oh, there's another one. It's, uh Papa John's or some sort of pizza joint. If you're delivering pizzas, a lot of times you can average between twelve and fourteen an hour doing that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another one he listed on here is um, getting a job in a retail store. It wouldn't be—it's not necessarily good if you're looking to make a lot of money because um, one of the key reasons people do it is for the great discounts. So you know, you work at dealers or something and get some great polo discounts, etc. So
0: however uh, your, your
3: paycheck might end up going towards uh merchandise <laughs>
0: <laughs> however i do i do remember that uh a lot of times if you work in the shoe department or the suit department they do make a commission i don't know if you've heard that or not
3: oh yeah i've heard to, i've heard about that in the um in the shoe department yeah definitely that's really fun but i did list one more on here which is it's always a great option um Fun job is you know being a lifeguard. You no, know, it's pretty laid back, easy. Yes, sir. Water, women. Great, 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 way to spend your summer.
0: <laughs> that's
1: right. Well, we have a lifeguard alumni here.
0: Yeah, right? I was a I was a lifeguard. Yeah.
1: You had a good time.
0: Oh, I loved being a lifeguard. It was the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> except for those people that almost drowned. No.
0: <laughs> no, except when you you have a girlfriend that's a lifeguard. And then the other lifeguards find out, and you're just being friends with people, and then next thing you know, all the, all the, all the girls hate you because they all thought that you were their, their boyfriend. <laughs> it, that can I'm, happen. And I just want to say, if you're listening to the show, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's cool. So four awesome summer jobs for college students. And you'll have that up on your blog, I guess, later today with those links.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so you can always check out my blog at um, micahackney.com. That's m i c a h h a c k n e y dot com, and um, I always got some great info up there and um, about the life of a college student. So check me out. All
0: right. Well, so so till next week, Micah. We enjoyed it. All right, thank you. Another great show. Yeah, absolutely. So what's going to be on the agenda for next week? Oh, hey, it's another entrepreneur show. That's right. We're very excited. Special guest,
1: Shenandoah Diaz. She's the CEO of Brass Knuckles Media. We're very excited about her because she's going to bring a social message, social entrepreneurship, which we've touched on before in this show. But she's someone who's actually doing something great for the community. And the fantastic thing about it is she's from right here in Austin, Texas. That's what I
0: was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, be sure to check out next week's show. Otherwise, if you're listening to the podcast, just move forward to the next one. That's right. <laughs> but, hey, until then, uh, you've been listening to the Dream Job Radio Show presented by 30careers.com. I'm your host, Daniel Axtons,
1: And I'm co-host, Leah Laxton's.
0: <laughs> Till next week, we'll talk to you later. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.